Hi, my name is Heather Havenwood, and I am honored to be your host today for the very first Courageous Destiny podcast with Kristen Crockett. Kristen, are you excited? I'm so excited. Yay! I'm very, very excited. Good. You should be excited because this podcast is about you. So let me just share with the audience. My name is Heather Havenwood, and I'm your host today, but my job is to introduce you to the Courageous Destiny podcast hostess, Kristen Crockett. Now, the subtitle of her new podcast, which is, is the very first show, is Creating Your Own Rules of Empowerment. And if you've never heard of Kristen Crockett, let me tell you a little bit about who she is. Kristen Crockett's story is a reflection of so many women in today's corporate setting. She started in corporate tech sales, and for 22 years, she beat the big boys and became one of the top level female executives, earning a very nice six-figure paycheck. And as a mother of triplets, she began to feel unsatisfied, unsatisfied with her job success, and she really saw the glass ceiling. She struggled for years with the idea and the desire to jump into running her own business. Then one day, she just took the plunge, and she then focused on her health, and her wealth. She lost over 85 pounds and became a deserved level coach, helping women increase their revenue, sales, and take giant leaps forward in life just like she did. She realized that one of the things that stopped her for over 20 years was the programming that she didn't deserve it. She is now on a mission to help empower over 10,000 women to discover their courageous self and life wealth, and health. Kristen is a transformer of people. And once she saw herself as a little scaredy cat in life, and she now sees herself as unapologetically courageous. Woo! Yay. Welcome. Welcome to your own show, Kristen. I love it. I love it. Thank you for having me on my own show. This is all about you. I just want the intention of this, this zero zero, this first one that I think that everyone should listen to is it gives you an opportunity to share who you are, but really where you came from and your goal and mission and who should be listening to this show. So let's start kind of at the beginning, right? The beginning. What was the moment? Tell us a little bit more about that moment when you decided I'm done. I'm done with what's going on in my life. So the moment was I had been coaching for with my coach for about three months and I was sitting at my cubicle and the neon lights were felt like they were penetrating into my soul and just sucking the life force right out of me. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't be here. I don't want this for my kids. I don't want this for myself. And I started to realize that I was worth it. I was worth living a life that was exciting and nothing was worth sitting there and feeling the, my, my literal soul being sucked out of me on a daily basis. I couldn't do it anymore. And I remember that day, that moment, <clears throat> I had one of my clients who, you know, just one of those people who had to follow up and follow up and follow up. And that was fine, except for he would do it 15 times in an hour. So it wasn't like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and I'm going to try and contact her once. And man, I could write this man a thank you note because he led to my moment. <laughs> I was like, 
I'm like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm cracking up. <laughs> you know, I'm like, if I wasn't available, if I wasn't sitting at my desk, if I didn't answer my instant message within five seconds, he was calling me on the phone. If I wasn't, you know, if he didn't get me on the phone, he was paging me, you know, all to check up on something that I had already given him an update on. So it was just one of those moments where I'm like, what? am I doing? Is this my life? Is this what I want for my kids? No, I don't. And I just decided I had been, you know, I had been coaching and I had lost my first 30 pounds. I tripled my sales, you know, in that first three months. And I was like, this is what I need to be working with people on. This is what I need to be doing. You know, why can't I use all these skills and everything that I had created in, in the 22 years that I had been in sales and help people design their lives, help people to become the best version of themselves, help people design it all. And I was ready to, that was the moment where I'm like, I got to design mine. I'm going to design mine. I get to design mine and I'm going to do it. I love that. You know, I will say a lot of us have those bosses or, or clients that we now could send thank you notes that we, I have mine. I have mine that I look back now and I'm like, wow, I could have sent that person a thank you note. Why is it always mint? I don't understand that. Um, you know, one of the, <laughs> one of the things I really heard you talk about that I think a lot of women who are listening could understand is, wow, I'm more than this. Mm-hmm. I'm more than this. I deserve more than this. This is, this is not who I am. I could do more. I could do more than this. This is, this is not, this, this seems like a smaller version of myself. Did you experience that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I had been working on with my coach was really to observe all the things that I love to do in my life, you know, and I loved performing, you know, when I was a kid and I loved writing, like I loved to write and I loved, you know, just being out there with people. I loved seeing people smile. I loved, you know, helping people become happy. And here I was selling computer hardware, you know, and <laughs> it was, it was, I'm very grateful for it because we all need a contrast in life to experience something we don't like to know what we want to create. And if we, you know, if we don't have that contrast, how are we ever going to know what to create? But at that moment, man, that was not a match for me. I was like, I am too creative. I am too full of life. You know, mm -hmm. I remember too, like when I was a kid, how I liked to play and I liked to laugh and I was silly all the, I, you know, I was a silly kid and I was a silly kid because I wanted people to be happy. And I'm like, and people were happy around me. You know, wow. I wasn't feeling too happy. Anymore. You wasn't too happy. I love I to talk about, about polarity. That's a really interesting piece that a lot of people don't talk about through their process of change. You know, they, it, it, there's so many stories of what I call the hero's journey people that started out as something and they just overcame something major. And I think that part of that success story that you have is you had to feel the pain of where you were at and start to realize this is not it. You know, the it's through the polarity. It's through the pain of something that can actually move us. I think one of the biggest challenges people have today, you and I have talked about this, about that they have to find where they find their courage is through that. When people are uh, comfy, 
when they're yeah. comfy, it's hard to find courage and comfy, you know? So it's like, I think all of us, I know myself, I have my own story. You have this story of, God, this feels stifling and I want to move. So let's move people past that. How many years ago was that moment? How many years ago was the moment when? When you were in that, when you were in that desk and you felt those lights and you're like, oh my God. What oh, <laughs> that was seven years ago. Seven years ago. So let's take us down your journey the last seven years. Uh, we shared, shared in your bio about you lost 85 pounds. Just tell mm -hmm. us a little more about your story the last seven years and how's it been? Well, I mean, once I decided I wanted to become a coach, the first step was me for me to design what I wanted in my life, you know? So the first step in design is to be able to identify. I, I wanted to... I wanted to, to be fit. I wanted to be fit. I wanted to be thin. You know, I had this idea. One of the ideas that I was able to uncover, one of the decisions that I had that I was able to uncover in the work that I did was that I had a mom identity. So I'm a mom of triplets and now they're 13. And my mom identity told me that moms are frumpy and moms are heavy and moms wear mom jeans and moms do this and moms do that. And it's really interesting because that's what I really was creating was mom, you know? And once I saw it and, and I'll never forget my coach saying, you know, you, you're a natural athlete, you know, you've been an athlete. I've, I've, I've been active my whole life. I loved being active until I became a mom. <laughs> and then I kind of stopped. You know, so wow, that's really hold on. This mm -hmm. is really I bet someone's listening going, holy cow. So you correlated being a mom with frumpy. That's yes. it's like for me, just to share polarity different. I I correlate mom sexy mama. Right. <laughs> I do. Like to me, a mom is sexy. Like you like step that up, girl, like have kids and look hot. You know what I mean? Like right. I, so fascinating. So you had had a correlation connected to that and being a, by the way, a mother of triplets, which, <laughs> wow. Um, talk about courageous. So how did you overcome that? Where, you know, in that, in your process, where'd you overcome that? How'd you overcome that? Well, it's an exercise in awareness, right? You know, once I really realized that my identity and my, my unconscious, I'm going to call it my unconsciousness, because it wasn't like I woke up in the morning and it's like, hi, I'm a mom today. I'm going to be frumpy. You know, it was more like once I realized that I had that correlation, that was my opportunity. That was my opportunity to change it and to design something new. And I'm like, you know what? I want to be, I want to be a hot mama. You know, I want to be you know, I want to look good and I want to be fit and I, and I want to be able to do and ha you know, anything that I want to be, anything that I want to do, I want to be able to go, you know, I'm going to go do it. I want to go surfing. I want to go surfing. I want to be fit to take on whatever physical activity I wanted to, you know? And so I started to design, redesign what a mind, you know, a mom meant to me. And then I started to create it. I'm like, well, what does this hot mama do? What does she wear? You know, what does she, you know, how does she speak? How does she hold herself in a room? How does she, you know, and I started to create it. And then when you start creating something and you start getting new habits, so you're doing something physical and you're getting new habits, 
that becomes you. And it's natural and it's instinctive. And all of a sudden, people in my life are like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what you doing, girl? What you doing? You look good. What's up? What's happening over there? <laughs> you know, because I started to evolve. And it wasn't phony. In fact, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Frumpy was phony. That, mm. that old me was phony. New me was actually, you know, that whole thing was actually letting my light shine out into the world. You know, what I really wanted to be. Yeah. All that other stuff was the character. That, all that other stuff was the character. But me being able to design me, that was when I realized how, what true authenticity was. And then I had an opportunity to create it. And we've shared, you shared with me too, some other things that have been going on for the last seven years that you've overcome mm-hmm. um, in your personal life. If you want to share that, I just want to get, I want people to get a real picture of who you are, because as you move forward with your Courageous Destiny podcast, it's going to be a lot about you sharing your stories and, and your growth. It's also going to be, you know, sharing your stories with your, with your clients. And this is, this is an opportunity that I really want to shine the light on the courage that you've been through the last seven years? So who I am, you know, if we start out like things that I've been through in the last seven years. So of course I lost 85 pounds. I've kept it off. You know, sure. I've had a little jumps ups and downs along the way, but for the most part I have kept it off. Um, So I redesigned my body. I've been through, you know, I transitioned my career out of corporate America, you know, around year six, I transitioned my career. Um, I got a severance package and leapt in the, you know, with both feet or jumped with both feet into becoming a coach. I made every mistake a new entrepreneur can make, you know, like, oh, well, this is really cool. I can go work from, you know, this beautiful spot, you know, with the sun shining on me and maybe I'll go swimming. And then you realize that you're not getting a paycheck. You know, so I've been through a financial downfall and a financial rebuild. You know, I've been through, I've been through, recently I've been through divorce, you know, so in all of this, you know, and in this evolution of, I'm going to call it my evolution of myself, you know, unfortunately there were some things that were out of alignment and, you know, my relationship was one of them. I am very, very grateful to say that we are very good friends and we co-parent very well. Our triplets are very important to us, but you know, that, that took something that took something because one of the things that I'm really passionate about is a lot of people live their lives from, well, it's not that bad. You know, it's not bad enough to leave. Mm. What that closes the door on is what about freaking fantastic? What about extraordinary? Yeah, what about extraordinary and fun and fantastic? And yeah. Right. And we get one shot at this life, as, at least as far as I know. You know, we get one shot at this life. So why not make every breath count? Why not create as much as I can the extraordinary? Mm-hmm. Why not really tap into, you know, you know, why, why not really tap into that gift that I was given when I was born to create, mm-hmm. you know, instead of settling in mediocrity, I loathe mediocrity. Mm-hmm. I loathe, 
I don't want it. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want people to, you know, I don't want to be with people that are really into like, hey, let's just, you know, sit on the couch, eat Cheetos. And, you know, I'm like, that's just not me anymore. And right. that used to be me. I used to say I was on the couch. I was on the couch of my life. You wow. know, I, I wasn't growing. Do you find in your courageousness of having to move through stuff is that you had to, ch you, you changed your, let's call them friends. You probably changed your friends, uh, your um, communication with different friends or your, what I call your inner circle changed. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I still have my core group of friends. I, you know, but it's not the same, mm -hmm. you know, it's not the same. Um, but I didn't lose them. We just evolved into something new. You know, one of the things that I had realized in my life and some of my relationships is that they were, um, what, do, what do I want to say, almost like a, an escape, because one of the things that, you know, and I didn't mention that I have gone through is that I'm, I've been sober now for two years. Mm. So that was a big change of friendships and my social life, you know, because that was, that was how I had fun. And that's right. how I thought people had fun. People have fun by drinking. And one of the things that as I evolved and as I became, you know, more and more what I call courageous destiny, <laughs> I'm like, I wanted to have fun and I wanted to live a sober life. It was important to me. It became something that was incredibly sacred to me. And you know, and so of course there's, there's a natural evolution of people who go, well, now does she think that that's wrong that I do it? And the truth is I, I, whatever people want to do, they get to choose and they get to choose. It, it's not up to me to judge. And I don't judge because I was there, you know, it would be one of the most hypocritical statements for me to say that I judge people who drink because I was there. But I certainly know that my relationships changed that, you know, you know, even when I went to a wedding recently, you know, one of my, you know, one of my, my uh, family members said, man, I just wish I could drink with you again. You were so much fun. Cause I was the type of drinker that would have the lampshade on her head. You know, I mean, I, <laughs> I was a ton of fun. Yes, I was. There was no doubt about it. It was a ton of fun and I would dance all night long. But now I still dance all night long. I just don't have the lampshade on my head. <laughs> right. But I might get one. You might get one. I mean, I, <laughs> right. Why not? You can choose the lampshade this time. Versus yeah. I'll be doing it consciously instead of, you know, unconsciously. <laughs> and I wanted you to share that. Thank you for sharing being so vulnerable yeah. and that the intention of this is, and it's uncomfortable, right? To have so much spotlight on you. But I, I know that as you grow in your podcast and your voice, because this is more than just a podcast, this is more than a brand. I call it, you are a voice. And when pe I want people to hear what you have gone through, what you've had to have courage to go through on your hero's journey, because there's someone listening going, oh, she wouldn't get it. Or, you know, maybe she, she could actually really understand me. And I've shared with you a friend of mine who, um, I always say she'd be a perfect client. Um, she's, uh, in corporate America. And the reason I feel like she is, cause we've had conversations that she just feels like that's all she can do. That's just, that's all I got. 
you know, and doesn't matter the courage I show to her. It's all with over her, with her deserved levelness. It's over mm-hmm. there with her. And there's really nothing quote unquote in the world of just being a friend and empowering her. I could do it's, it's really over there with her. And, and I would love for her to work with you because I know that she could really start to see for herself that she deserves more than she's letting herself have. She's, mm-hmm. she deserves more than what she's willing to let herself have. And it takes an internal courage to create a new destiny. Right. It does. It does. And one of the things that people look at is I have to create my whole destiny before I get happy. Right. And no, each step you get to be happy right away because you're designing your life. You take your power back, you know, because right now a lot of people think, well, I can't do what I want to do because, you know, it's going to take these 15 million steps before I'll actually arrive. And those steps are going to be excruciating and painful and horrible. And I'm like, no, they're not. Not unless you decide they are, you know, and that's, you know, I'm like, it's a decision. We, We get to even create how we feel about our journey, you know, and each step that we take. You know, and every day when I would wake up and I'm like, well, I'm a little closer. I'm a little closer. And, and that was good. That was good. And it was in taking those steps in that journey where all this, <laughs> I'm going to get cheesy on my own program, but all the, all the special stuff came out, you know, you know, it was, it's the journey that, that really makes a difference. And, um, it's not even actually having arrived at that destination because as soon as you get, you know, think about it. It's like, I'm going for this. And then you start experiencing in your journey, all these other, I never thought I'd be on a freaking podcast. I never thought I'd have my own show. I'm like, are you kidding me? That wasn't in my wheelhouse. That was like, no way. Here I am. (laughs) Why not? But that's because I created it from all of those little daily steps and letting it unfold, you know, and that's, what's made it fun and exciting. I never know where the hell I'm going to go, you know, but I just keep taking the steps. And that's probably one of the biggest things that I've learned. And, and it's, it's a saying that I live by is to let go and let God, like for me, that that's my big saying, because I'll take the steps and then give everything else up. And by doing that, it just allows me to like create every day and allows me to create every day and really focus on that. And that yeah. takes courage to actually choose to create every day. Mm-hmm. We've heard it, but it takes something. It takes another level of courage to create the destiny. And uh, I remember when I met you many years ago at an event where we met, you just have a light about you and a fun about you. And so you might not have the liquor inside you, but I still think with you with the lampshade <laughs> on your head, you're just always <laughs> fun. And I think now that you've taken these men steps and you feel sexy and you feel dynamic and you you're choosing consciously. I, I think that the drinking, I understand. I, I personally have stopped drinking to myself. We've talked about it, but when someone does that, it's not about anyone else. It's about the consciousness of just choosing your world. 
It's about the consciousness mm-hmm. of choosing what's putting into your body. I've stopped drinking, eating sugar. So maybe you have, you just stopped mm-hmm. eating sugar, you know, we just no longer eat sugar. We don't have to have this big social conversation about it, you know? So I think it's, it's every little piece of that takes courage. So who, who is this show for? Who is this show for? Who do you want to be listening? Who do you say, yes, this is me. I want to subscribe to this show and I, I really want to follow, uh, follow Kristen's journey and her clients. This is for, this is for women, you know, or I mean, I mean, I, that's fine too, of course, you know, but I think who's going to listen is primarily women who are living the, well, it's good enough life, not necessarily horrible though, if it is horrible and this helps to inspire them, I'm going to be thrilled about it, you know, but it's that, it's that mediocrity. And I'm hoping to, what I really want to do is have the intention of expanding awareness that we get one life. We get so many breaths that we're going to take in this life and then we're done and we can spend them, you know, going, well, I had a good enough life. It was great. Or we can spend them going, oh, my heart got up and it was racing and I've had these ups and I've had these downs and I went to this roller coaster and it was fun and I, and I went, you know, and I, you know, I was able to tour France and do all these wonderful things because I created it and it was awesome. And that's who, if somebody is not out there living an awesome life, that's who I want to listen to this podcast because they deserve to live their best life. They deserve to live their awesome life. They just do. They do. And you do too. And I am just honored that I got the opportunity to interview you and put the spotlight on you and about you and your life. And as we kind of close this show, what's your, um, what's your goal with the show? Who do you, are you going to be interviewing other people? Are you going to be talking about yourself? Tell us a little bit about your vision for courageous destiny and your business. So my vision for Courageous Destiny, for this podcast in particular, is I want to interview people who are just freaking courageous in all different ways. There's people who became sober. They're courageous. There's people who, you know, are the CEO of their own company. They're courageous. They went through a story. They did something. I want to interview them. I want to interview people who have climbed to the top of Mount Everest. You know, I want to interview people who, you know, took on creating their own and designing their own charity because something happened in their life and they needed to take their power back. And this was the one way they determined would be the best way for them to take their power back. So I want to interview those people and I want to see the steps. I want to see the steps. What happened and how did they take those steps to design this thing that they brought into the world so that other people can start to go, huh, well, if they did it, I can do it. And start to open up and expand the awareness that impossible things happen all the time. We just need to choose differently, to think differently. And when we start thinking differently, we start creating differently. And I plan to coach as well. Like I plan to coach it out of them so that they can see 
Because everybody's going to be like, I design, you know, I designed this really great thing that happened in my life, but over here in my relationships, they're not as, there's not where I would like it to be. But if you designed it over here, you learned a bunch of stuff so you can translate it over here. So I'd like to coach them as well, you know, on my show. And I'm going to have some of my own because why not? You know, I've learned a lot and I'm sure I'm going to get, you know, it's my show. It's my courageous destiny. I get to design it however I want. So I love that. And I think that's a huge testament for someone who's like, Hey, I'm just going to take this on and you completely take it on. So I just want to encourage everyone to subscribe to courageous destiny. Again, creating your own rules of empowerment and creating your own life. And you can check out Kristen at CourageousDestiny.com. All right. Last words, Kristen, for someone listening. Just start. Just start. Pick something and show yourself you can do it. Pick something and show yourself you can do it. And I'll tell you what. When I really want, I'm really serious about creating something and I want it in my life, I go out there and I... I believe in the power of coaching. I believe in the power of coaching. So if you want it fast, get a coach. And I happen to be one. So anybody who's watching, you know, I definitely would be one that you would reach out to. <laughs> and I think that's interesting about your coaching. I just want to, you know, share is that your coaching specifically is for someone who wants to do what, what the life they want to create. So no matter what that is, it could be a relationship where they are considering divorce or something. It could be they want to lose weight. You mm -hmm. know, and the reason I say that is because sometimes we'll go, well, I want to lose weight. So I'm going to get a trainer. Trainers aren't always great at understanding the psychology someone has to go through to be able to lose the weight. They just go, well, sometimes they're great, but sometimes they're not. Sometimes you need to have the trainer to help you with, here's what you do in the gym or whatever. And then you have someone, like you said, you know, the trainer probably would have never taken the time to say, oh, I didn't, you know, let's talk about your psychology about a frumpy mother connection, you know, right? So I want you people to understand that you're the kind of coach that no matter like what they want to create, you're the kind of coach that can help them get there. Whatever that yeah, is. Their identity is one way. Their yes. identity is one way. And it says they're not the type of person to create and generate what they actually want in their life. So I help people to recreate their identity so that it's natural and instinctive. Cause I don't like things hard and I like to have fun. Like, like you said, she likes to have fun. Well, I do. Yeah. And I like fun creating the life that I want. <laughs> and that is why the courageous destiny and being in how you see yourself now is unapologetically courageous. You once saw yourself, your identity as a scaredy cat, and now you see yourself as an unapologetically courageous. And that's why you've been able to go through, and we just talked about the big things in your life, not about the small, all the every single week type of things that you've had to do. So, um, and also I want to make sure people know that Kristen is the founder and the visionary of Courageous Destiny Methodology. And she has a specific methodology that she puts people through her clients through that no matter what the goal is, right, that can be attained through her methodology. And it's called the Courageous Destiny 
methodology. And that is why this is called the Courageous Destiny Podcast. So please go check her out at CourageousDestiny.com. And really, truly, I want to honor you for your courage, Kristen, to become a brand, but also a voice, a voice for that older Kristen, who I'm sure if you had listened to this podcast seven years ago, under those lights with that guy calling you 15 times in an hour, you know, you would have been like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this and pick up the phone and reach out. So I just want to honor you for what you've done and the courage you've done it because you've laid the groundwork for someone who's listening to say, I, I, I want that too. I want that life too. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, everyone, this is Heather Havenwood and with your new host, hostess, Kristen Crockett with the Courageous Destiny podcast, creating your own rules of empowerment. Go check out Kristen at CourageousDestiny.com and make sure you subscribe to the Courageous Destiny podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.